Hey guys, welcome to Because I Said So, the podcast where we discuss age and how it affects how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive others, and the conversations that we have because of it. Thank you for listening, and please leave a review to support the podcast. Thank you. Hi, we're here with Cameron Adams. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I am Cameron Adams. I am a friend <laughs> of Virginia's. Um, and Cameron is very, very talented in just like the sphere of, um, I would say, creative endeavors as a whole. And do you want to talk like a little bit about that and how you kind of got started and like what specifically you do with um, that? So I really do a lot of everything. I like to think that I'm like, mediocre in quite a bit of things but I really enjoy movies and filmmaking and photography and anything that just lets me be a creative person I've described myself as like I'm a creative person not an artistic person Mm -hmm. so I remember when I was younger like I would always I had a whole bunch of friends that were like great at drawing and I sucked at drawing and then Mm -hmm. I and then I found photography and filmmaking and just thought it was the coolest thing in the world and thought wow this is something I feel like I can do Mm -hmm. and so you've done a few short films and you've done a lot of photography and worked with some professional productions in theater too and so I was like kind of wondering like like where did this start like was it something that you felt was fostered like by your parents was it something that you felt you just kind of came upon um I'm not quite sure, really, because my parents, they're not, like, uh, uh, traditionally artistic people. My dad can draw, but that's more of a hobby he's just, like, really good at. Mm -hmm. And my mom did choir when she was in high school for, like, a year. But I didn't come from, like, a traditional, like, artistic, creative family, to be honest. Uh, But my parents, when I was younger, they made sure that I did, like all the sports and all the like possible after school activities I could do to try Mm -hmm. to make sure I was doing something that I loved. So like I did probably five different sports in a span of like three or four years when (laughs) I was like younger. And I eventually uh, started going to like National Children's Theater camps for like acting just like little week long summer camps. And I really found like confidence there and acting and everything. And yeah, I think that's where I got like a confidence for wanting to start doing stuff like that. But I didn't get interested in photography and like filmmaking till like more like middle school, like eighth grade, really Mm -hmm. freshman year. Although I take that back. Actually, when I was like younger, uh, I have these neighborhood friends, like it was four of us and I had a little tiny like flip camera. Yeah. It was literally just like a recording go camera, but we would film like these really short movies and like fake talk, like talk shows and game shows. We wouldn't even edit them. We literally just did them to do them. And I always remember. So it was, it was kind of innate. Yeah. I always remember those being fun and I would always like, I would be in them, but I do remember being like, okay, now we need to go over here and do this, 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 and this. Yeah. So like that leadership (laughs) ability too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do you feel like, do you feel like your parents, um, like, what was their reaction to that whole process? Like, did they see that develop, and did they, did you feel pushed in any direction, like, with it, whether it be sports, 
or like whether it be into like the creative process or do you feel like they were just willing to foster whatever you wanted to do? I really think they were just willing to foster whatever I wanted to do. I'm so lucky to have parents that were so supportive and let me just do whatever when I was younger as far as like deciding what I wanted to do. I will say they definitely tried sports first. <laughs> yeah. That, that was like a thing. I feel like that's like most parents go to just like, let's try sports. I did like soccer, gymnastics, not to mention my dad somehow ended up coaching practically every sport I ever did <laughs> in gymnastics. But like, so they were always there doing that. And then I remember eventually I like would do them for a season and then I would kind of get tired of them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. just has. And then they found out, about, again, about Natural Children's Theater. And they were like, okay, this is something she really likes. So they kept letting me do it. And then they... And That's for- obviously developed into yeah. a lot bigger. And mm-hmm. so, like, as you started to do these things, like making these short films on your own, like, what was their reaction to that? And I know your dad was very supportive. Mm-hmm. sorry so um really I again I didn't really get too much into it to like eighth grade the actual process of like writing sitting down writing short films and like trying to go out and make them but really yourself mm -hmm. they knew I was really passionate about movies and like I always had a love for movies they always made sure I was watching like really good movies even like kid movies that were good they weren't they were making sure I wasn't watching trash Mm -hmm. and so I grew up with kind of a love for movies and then in eighth grade I don't know I vividly remember going to Target and getting like eight different five dollar movies there and just watching all of those and then really falling in love with filmmaking and making movies and stuff and just thought it was so cool so I like sat down one day and was like I really want to try to do something you know like make a short film those always look so cool so I opened up like a google docs just wrote a whole bunch of ideas down and I like I vaguely told them about it I like talk to them about stuff but I don't tell them like everything you know like detail so I like brought it up every now and then I was like I'm I'm sitting down writing down ideas for stuff and they were like oh that's cool you know yeah and like Again, I I think that, yeah, that is such like a privilege because I think that um, I know people like in my own life whose parents were always like, yeah, like that's cool. Mm -hmm. But you also need to think realistically, (laughs) like, you know, like all this stuff. And so I think that it is such such a um, important thing because I think that that instills that confidence in you that you have the ability to do what you're doing. I really did get huge confidence boost from them. And like, they it's weird because again they're not like super um like artistically inclined so they weren't like right on top of me doing stuff like saying like oh yeah this is amazing blah 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 they were just very supportive from the side Mm -hmm. and they and I loved it because it was a nice like sense of independence yeah that is so important getting supported you know yeah I feel like that's so important because I feel like oftentimes you know you kind of have you hear like the helicopter parent and hear like them like wanting to like live vicariously through their kids so I think that it's interesting that you almost felt like more supported by those parents that didn't have those same necessarily like the same inclinations or interests Mm -hmm. and like I think that's also just because they like they've never done like tried to sit down and write a screenplay before so they're like let her figure it out we don't know we'll just 
Like, it'll be great. I do remember, though, uh, they thought it was more of just, like, you know, like, a little side project type hobby thing. Like, she's just doing it to, like, for, like, whatever. Yeah, and just, like, for funsies. So. Yeah, yeah. I really was doing it for funsies, like, for a while. But I started getting serious about it when I came up with the idea for that short film that you were in with me over the summer. Yeah, and go watch that. It'll be in, like, Cameron's, um, my, like, it's on their Instagram. It's literally three minutes, but it's my baby, and I love it. <laughs> and I remember sitting down, coming up with the idea to write it, and just, like, it's so short. It's three minutes long, and it's a glorified music video. But I love it, and it meant so much to me. And when I was writing it, I, like, knew it meant a lot to me. Because yeah. it's a bit of my own experiences as well. And then, again, I told them about it just, like, briefly. But then one night when I had finished it, I was like, hey, I, like, want to film this. And they were like, oh, uh, okay, you have something. And then I remember telling them, like, it was, like, a three-location thing. And then my mom and dad were kind of like, so do you need us to, like, drive you to all these places? Like, how are you going to do this? And I was like... I was like, yes, please. Like, I know it's kind of out of nowhere, but please do this. And they're like, okay, we will talk about it. So I went in my room. And then, like, a few minutes later, they call me back. And they're like, okay, let's, like, plan this out. Like, when are we going to do this? Because, like, it was during the summer, but, like, my parents still work during the summer. So we were like, we got to plan this on a day. Plus, I have a brother who's nine. And, like, yeah gonna watch him so we had to figure out that out so they sat down with me and we really tried to plan out a schedule and it meant so much to me because I could tell at first they were like are like is she really doing this like is this yeah yeah Yeah. and I think I think it's like you're going into it I mean obviously like you like that this is kind of like your first big thing and so like they hadn't they didn't have like an idea and so I think like they the fact that like they didn't need that proof they just had that confidence in you and not Mm -hmm. even that like not even necessarily because I feel like you know like it's hard to create things like sometimes it might not be the best the first time or you know and so I think that just like the fact that they were kind of going into it like not really caring about well not I mean not not caring but not like worrying too much about like what the product was but rather just like supporting you in the process and supporting Mm -hmm. you in something that brought you joy I think that's really interesting Um, and just like setting aside so much to help you with that. And what were like financially, like what happened with that? It was a very low budget film. (laughs) That was one thing that helped. It made them go like, okay, we can do this because Mm -hmm. it was, uh, our friend Grace was in it and like she provided her own bike for it. And then only thing I really paid for was like, waters mm-hmm. and like I remember because my dad was like so are you gonna get like snacks or something I was like <laughs> I was like no I think it's fine it's a really short shoot and he was like no you need to get snacks for them <laughs> was, like, prioritizing the big things yeah he because <laughs> like again they're not like artistically inclined but they know like kind of what happened <laughs> They're children. They need to eat, Cameron. You need to drink as well. It is summer. And, like, yeah. I'm so happy we did because I remember when we were at the park, we were getting oh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and going into that, like, after that, um, I know that you, like, then did another one. 
And for that one, you got to shoot at like this amazing historic theater in Nashville, the Bell Court. And so that I think is just so interesting to me on so many levels. So can you walk me through kind of like that process and how you got to do that? I am still surprised I was able to do it. But so I wrote a short slasher film and I was very happy with the script of it because it was like the first like one with like words in it that I wrote yeah. I tried maybe five of the other times which again is so difficult about writing because like I would get someplace and love it and then just get so stuck and just drop it and like not know what to do so I finally finished something that I was like really proud of and I even remember like reading it to my dad because the two of us were driving to his like family's house for Thanksgiving and it was kind of a long car ride so I remember reading him the whole script and the car ride and he was just like telling me notes and stuff and I was like okay okay so yeah I love that's one thing that I love and I because I've been um like blessed enough to have like those parents that are kind of they try to support whatever I do and I think it's interesting to see like as you start to kind of uncover um your own like niche and whatever you're doing how they begin to like gain this interest and kind of gain this like yeah they try to learn about it too I feel like that's like a characteristic of like a good parent they don't try to they don't try to take over, but they try. They do try to, like, learn about what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really cool. But, yeah, continue. And what, and also, um, just, like, as you're w- working through this, like, what was your anticipated, like, like, the anticipated, like, pushback of, like, this um, and, like, versus, like, the actual one? So, well, first of all, I remember, again, telling my parents, hey, I really want to film this. And then. <laughs> I was expecting a tiny bit more pushback than the other one just because, like, this is more moving parts, I feel like. Yeah, and it's but more serious, I, just more, yeah. And they they did push back a little bit. They were like, I don't know, like, does it, you know, it, do we have to do it, like, right now? Because I remember I was so stoked to film it. I was like, no, I need to do it now. And it was over winter break. So we did it, like, the day before winter break ended, and they were like, that's can we just wait? And I was like, I really want to do it now. And then again, they're like, okay, let's figure it out. So I I just think, I think again, that is so, Mm -hmm. so amazing. Um, Because obviously, again, not everybody like gets that privilege. And I think Mm -hmm. just to see, like, especially at our age, it's so hard to do things without like supportive adults. And that's just like realistic. I mean, you can. Um, And that's not me saying that you can't, but I think that that is such a catalyst for, Our, you know, everything. Plenty. I had so much help even outside my parents because another reason they had pushback is because, like, they had looked at my script and, like, the opening of it, the opening and closing of it was in a movie theater. And they were like, how are you going to do that? And I was like, yeah. I hadn't thought about it. Um, let me think. <laughs> but, uh, my first go-to was the Belcourt because I amazing love with my whole heart. I am a part of the Belcourt High School Film Club there. Wow. And love it there. That's also a great resource. If you're in the Nashville area, sign up for that. It's the greatest. <laughs> um, and I knew they have like three theaters in there because it's a smaller place, but they have like two big theaters and then one upstairs room with like, it's, a, it's like a three or four row seating. It's a very small movie house. So I... I remembered that and I was like, that's perfect size. I don't need like a full movie theater. You know, I just need like seats or like the yeah. back. Court. And I like scoured the website for like, who do I contact? Mm-hmm. And 
there was this woman, I'm forgetting her name, oh my lord, but she was the greatest, like, person I've ever met. I emailed her, and I was very, like... Yeah, I, what did you think was going to happen? I thought I would get, like, no response. Plus, it was also winter break, so I was like... Yeah. Oh. So, I emailed her, and I was like, hi, I'm filming a very low-budget student film. Can I... <laughs> please use your theater that patrons go to. And I was like, this sounds ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a student who wants to like use a place like the Belcourt, which is so historic and so many. Yeah. And I think just like pausing right there and kind of like inspecting that, I think, I think you were able to essentially use age to your advantage. And even though you had that doubt, Mm -hmm. I think that it's, it's, important that you push through because I, I I relate to that with this even of just like I'm like a baby in society like how am I supposed to yeah how am I supposed to like move forward like adults are not going to take this seriously but I think that a lot of times even though um society tends to make us want to believe that okay like it's kind of a cliche you know of like you're a kid like you can't really do that much um I think adults are often more willing to help than we think Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's a lot about taking that first leap. I also think like if I was like older and I think it was also the fact it was very low budget. So I had like one camera. So I feel like <laughs> if it was like, a bigger budget, like older person, they would have been like, you know, well, because I remember if this didn't work, I would have had to have like rented it. So yeah. I. I knew that, like, I was technically supposed to rent it out for, like, mm-hmm. events like this, but I emailed them just being, like, it's really quick. Please help me. Yeah, and just being genuine, being authentic. Yeah. I think that that's important, too. Like, I feel like a lot of times when you come to people and you're, like, okay, like, listen, like, I really want to do this. Like, please support me. And, like, I, like, and you're just authentic with it. I think that you can get more than you really think. I think that a lot of times it's that internalized doubt that can stop mm-hmm. you from doing these things. Oh, for sure. I I do remember her email was like just I opened it and I got so happy reading it because she's like oh my gosh you're a young person and a girl who wants to do filmmaking yes let's make this happen and then yeah. we were like emailing back and forth and she was like uh we can't really do it like during the day of course but like come right before it opens mm-hmm. and we'll set you up and I came and she was there, and she was such a lovely person. She was like, how are you doing? I'm so excited about this, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, do you need me to turn the projector on for, like, more light? And I didn't even think about that. I was about to, like, film in pitch black dark or something because I was I was thinking about that because I was, like, I walked in to the theater, and I was like, it's very dark. I Internally, I was like, it's very dark in here. But I didn't say anything because I was like, you know what, I'll figure it out. And she was like, do you want me to turn the projector on for, like, more light? And I was like, yes, please. It would be wonderful. I didn't even ask, but, like, she was so incredible. I could not have asked for a better experience for something like that. It gave me such a big confidence boost to feel like I was doing was something that, like, I wanted to do and just going to be cool. And, like, being, like, in your element with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, I think, um, just, like, diving more into that, like, do you ever feel like there was a point in which, um, like, maybe if your parents had given more pushback, or maybe if she hadn't said yes, that, like, that internalized doubt could have grown? And, like, do you feel like you would have, like, do you feel like it could have inhibited you from, like, doing this in the future, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like 
if my parents were to have been like, oh, like, no, we can't do that right now. That's, like, too much to, like, try to do. Because, like, again, everything was low budget. So mm-hmm. money wasn't an issue. It was really just, like, a time thing. Yeah. My parents would have been like, no, we don't have the time for that. I wouldn't have wanted to continue doing it because I would have been like, this is a waste. You know, I'm just writing this for nothing, you know? Yeah. And so I think I think even just viewing it as, like, a valid um, as like a valid thing, as like a valid goal or a valid dream or just, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still so, um, just like, I love the fact that your parents weren't too worried about the product. They were more worried about the process. And I think that that is a huge takeaway. I mean, not even just for parents, but just for like us in general, like when you focus on the process, when you focus on being authentic and being genuine, you can like use these things to your advantage. And I think it's so interesting that in the case with like the bell court, like you were able to use age to your advantage. Yeah. And so I was just wondering like more kind of, what do you think about that? And like, what, like what would your advice be to other people who are trying to do that and like not be inhibited by those things of like, you know what? I am too young. Nobody's going to take me seriously. I think, Hmm. That's a good question. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) let me think. I think obviously there, it depends on the person that you talk to because I, I've i gotten into, like, political talks with people before and they've been like, your opinion, it's invalid, you 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 know, you're too young. And we'll get into that on a later podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> opinion is invalid. But then you get other people that are like, no, we want to hear from young people. I know, especially in the entertainment field, more than anything that's where young people are really thriving because anyone I feel like can pick something up whether it's like singing dancing filmmaking photography uh one thing great about filmmaking is you don't really have to have equipment I've used my phone every time I've done filmmaking and just used iMovie (laughs) and I've been happy with like products that I've gotten you know yeah, and I feel like I feel like that's like another thing is like if you're looking to do something, don't feel like you have to. I mean, like it's great to have like a cool like production set, but if if you just start with like this genuine sense of like, okay, I want to like learn about this and I want to try it, Go that's like the best it. experience. My dad has like told me uh, multiple times about stuff. Like you have to go into stuff not expecting to like be the best at it you just have to go into it because you want to do it and you want to learn more and you're excited about it that's why I got into filmmaking and movies in general I would sit down and watch a movie and just get so happy and excited and I like I wanted to have that feeling like always yeah and I think I think especially like the fact that like you know that you were saying that like your dad has repeated that so much to you it's some it's like this value that's instilled in you and I think it's it's almost like this thing of like you already have like this sense of like okay like I have the ability to do this mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you know like the topic of like I don't I don't know of like when you already believe that something is going to happen your brain is not going to like stop until it happens you know mm-hmm. so like with that belief um, instilled that this was like your path I think that it's really cool that you were just able to kind of fulfill that with their like guidance. Yeah. Or maybe I, not as much the guidance as their support, but. <laughs> I'm actually so lucky to have the parents that I do, to be honest. Um, I, I, one thing I do remember, like, weirdly, that also helped with, like, confidence and stuff 
with this is my dad, he's on the road a lot. So uh, he's kind of gotten over listening to music on the road because like it would just repeat itself after a while. So he's been getting into like, he got into like podcasts and like listening to Howard Stern. And uh, anytime I was in the car with him, like when he was in town and we would like go to the store, he would just put on like Howard Stern, but he would put on like the guest of the people that he knew I would enjoy. We also have yeah. like some of our face and people we enjoy, but he would put on like an SNL cast member that I loved or like there's this one Mark Marin podcast he listens to and like we don't say anything, we just get in the car and he puts on like a Greta Gerwig one. And That's I, what I was about to say. Like, I was like, you're like the next Greta Gerwig. I love Greta Gerwig and he just like, he just knows and then we just like listen to it and it's great. And then like sometimes we talk about it and then we're like, isn't it crazy? Like she just did that, you know? Yeah. And I think I think that's really cool too of like he's not making this huge deal about like these things. It's just it's just slipping in these like little moments of um opportunity for you. Like these little opportunities for like learning, these opportunities for discussion, these opportunities for like furthering it. But it's not like this, oh, like oh my goodness, there's like this one special moment that he's doing this. Like it's like these everyday moments and they're small moments. Like that's the thing. Like it's not, I think that those are almost more impactful than sending you to something like, oh, filmmaking camp, you know, Mm -hmm. or something like that. Cause it's, it's just building that in to like your everyday. Mm -hmm. And so obviously like this is something that you want to do like further in your life. And um, I think I do. Yes. Although (laughs) I do get very nervous about the future and whether this is, I love what I do. But I feel like I get so anxious about the future and if this is the right path for me because I hear all this stuff about, like, I've heard so many, like, stories about how film film school is a waste and then I've heard stories about how film school is dope. And I'm like... Yeah, so it's it's hard to decide. Yeah, and I think think that's, that's also hard. It's like, it's like at our age, people are like, you don't know what you want to do yet. But it's like, well, like, I think that, you know, if you're passionate about something then you're passionate about something at that moment like adults do that too adults go back to school adults go through waves like you're constantly changing and adapting and but um kind of with that I was wondering if your parents ever made you feel like you had to have like a oh I say quote-unquote realistic like backup plan or if they have um more just like let you kind of work with this I really think they've let me just work with it not gonna lie we personally haven't talked too much about my future just because it scares them too but um, (laughs) I remember they like every once in a while we'll be like Cameron they're like Cameron do you know what you want to do when you're older and I'm like I know what I don't want to do I do not want to be a doctor or like <laughs> like that and they're like that good you know what you don't want to do that that's the first step but then yeah. my mom like she tells me occasionally about like co-workers and her and their kids and like not like to make me jealous or anything and like I don't get jealous but she's just like oh yeah they're doing they got good scores on ACT they're going to college and I'm like cool um yeah I I, yeah well I know I know like for me like sometimes like my parents will do that and it I think I it's hard to I don't like I don't always like it's hard to um know exactly their reasoning but I do think that it can create like this inadvertent sense of comparison or pressure a little bit I I was joking to my mom one time because, like, a few of her coworkers have, like, you know, kids. And I've met their kids. They're wonderful. But kids who, like, are 
great in school and like you know play instruments and are like amazing and then I think it's funny how they're like you know what does your kid do for fun and then she's like she makes movies in her free time (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I think I think um, like this is like another thing is just like parents validating that just as much as they would test scores or like whatever because it's you need like it's I don't know I think that um creativity is something that's so undervalued even um because I really enjoy like writing too and I know you do too and um just like the way like creativity can sometimes be drained out of things like academics you know when you're like when your essays become so formulaic that it's just like a b c d and um so I think I think this this is just as important of a skill and I think that it's so like cool that um even if she's like brought that up that she's never made you feel less than and that they've never like tried to undermine this by like saying oh you should maybe have like a backup or like something like that I think that that's really important because it allows you um even if you don't like try to think too much about your future it allows you to you know um kind of like look forward with like an open mind mm-hmm. uh, and I think, like, even, like, down to, like, the thing of, like, okay, like, this is what I don't want to do. Like, you're opening so many more doors than you are, like, closing them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're not you're not limiting yourself. You're not closing things off. And I think looking at the way that your parents have kind of um, developed that in you is so interesting. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And so I was, like, you obviously have younger siblings, and um, you have, like, you know, there's people that are probably going to look up to you. Like, as we get older, I'm sure you've looked up to, like, those, even just grades above us, you know? I have looked um, up to so many people and humans in my life. I've looked up to people that are, like, unattainable people, celebrities yeah. that I'm probably never going to meet, like Greta Gerwig and a whole bunch of actors. I've looked up, oh, my God. I've looked up to, like, I will say I do remember getting, wanting to do filmmaking, filmmaking because of Ella Fields who is a YouTuber in, like, the L.A., California area, and she's, like, a year above us, and she was winning all these awards for, like, short films, and my friend Brianna actually showed me that, and she just, like, it really inspired me, because I was, like, she's a girl my age, pretty much, that's, like, doing what she loves, and I think, yeah, just, like, having kids our age like do stuff really inspires you you know because it's like not even because I know some people are like oh uh, what am I saying I don't know uh because I know gender representation is important and many times I've been like oh there's a girl doing this I could do that but then age representation is just as important yeah I totally agree stuff and I'm like I can totally do that they're yeah and you offer a perspective that is just so much more, like, I mean, not so much more. I don't want to, like, you know, I think that every um, age perspective is important because you're all in different stages of life. But I think that it's important to hear because um, there is a certain sense of, like, purity within the world that comes from the youth and, you know, um, the, the kind of cliche statement of, like, the youth or the future. And so also what are your advice to, like, just to kind of like close it out, like what are your advice to those maybe younger than you? What are your advice to like those that are around you who are maybe like looking to take that leap into like the creative sphere, um, but maybe don't know how and are kind of doubting themselves based on their age or based on what other people may think just because they are so young? I think like you're talking about a leap. You really have to just take a leap and just 
I like sat down and just thought out myself with myself, like, what is it that I want to do? What do I enjoy? Is this something I can do? And I was like, yes, it is. And then as far as like actually getting into it in the creative process, you really, um, I felt like I was so young, I had no experiences to write about. But then you think about it, and you really just have to like tell the truth about your own life about things you've experienced we're young but like we especially in this like generation we have experienced so much as a collective generation it's impossible to like not find stuff to talk about and you don't even have to draw on your own experiences i wrote a very cheesy slasher film that mm-hmm. just it made me laugh to write you know i enjoyed yeah. it and I think I think that's another important thing just in the creative field is like if you take joy in what you're doing and if it comes from a place of like pleasing your own heart rather than pleasing others, I think that that is important. And I think that's something that adults, children alike will um, see. And I think it's just that sense of genuine authenticity. You really have to do it for yourself because if you're doing it for other people, what's the point, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't have to do something expecting it to go out and like change the world. My, I know my movies aren't going to like change the world like in that sense, you know, but yeah. it changes, it's <laughs> changing my world, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the one I did over the summer with you and Grace, it was about like my own somewhat personal own coming out story towards myself. Yeah. And I, felt so happy when I was done with it. It felt super personal to me. And I just loved it. It was again, it was my baby, you know, it was the first thing I ever like made. And I, and I know why just because it was like my truth. And I loved and it was something that I loved from like the start to the end product of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, just being authentic, doing things for yourself and knowing that other people will respect that no matter what. Um, thank you so much, Cameron. It has been so nice having you on. I'm um, so happy you had me on. Yeah. And everyone, if you could leave a review. Um, also, Cameron, do you want to plug your Instagram very quickly? Um, my Instagram is Cameron L. Adams, or like Cameron Laddams is how I always call <laughs> And um, I post fun stuff on there. It's not just me. It's like photography that I take downtown sometimes, but can't go downtown at the moment. So it's <laughs> yeah. I make random short videos as well, like dumb music videos. But and your links to your and your links yeah. to your bigger projects too. Links to my YouTube there, and I post about YouTube stuff. I post fun stuff. I think. Yeah. I think I pop an Instagram. Yeah. So go follow her as well, and if you could leave a review, um, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.